笑着。Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And today we are covering Minute 86 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest post-fight minute ever. And we're joined from Everything is Awesome by Kevin Gallagher. Hey, thanks for having me again. Oh, welcome back. I'm glad you came back for another day. I mean, you did cover the fight. You should be here for the post-fight uh, talk, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, and like I said uh, in the last episode, like that... The fight, I think, leads to these great minutes that happen after it where you, you know, just the, it's a, now a verbal argument going on. Yeah. And once again, we have another minute that almost like has its own beginning and end. Kind of yeah. how the last one did yeah. where like it starts off with the very end of Veronica and we get the whole fight. This one, everything starts off kind of low and by the end we're into a whole other issue. <laughs> so minute 86 begins with Dante asking about Randall's neck and stops with Dante monologuing. Which I have to say that Dante monologuing is probably the second most common thing that I've said as a start and a stop. <laughs> only behind Dante whining. Yeah. <laughs> I must have done Dante whining like at least a half a dozen times. Well, and he, I guess like, go, you know, looking back at some like old emo Kev stuff that he's played on his, on Smodcast, like it kind of makes sense if, if Dante's based off of Kev. That he would be a little whiny and emo-y. If that's how Kevin saw himself, I'm glad that he ended up being a success, because Dante's a sad sack. (laughs) I mean, he is your quote-unquote protagonist of this movie, and he is not a good person. He cheats on his girlfriend. He, I mean, not has no prospects. The best thing you can say about him is he's an adequate clerk at the store. But he's a bad sweater he picker, too. Yeah, he's not good at picking out clothes. He picks out Cosby sweaters. <laughs> I get, I mean, well, but you guys are harping on, on like, the dress attire. I I think it goes back to it being the 90s. Like, that's what 20-year-olds did in the 90s. Right. We did mention that this is dressed up 90s. That's what he well, is. And, like, I tried to give Randall a pass. Randall gets, like, three quarters of his outfit. Looks like he's well into the 90s. Like, it should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the jeans that are bad for him. He's got the right shoes. He's got the right shirt. He's got the flannel, the backwards hat. He rocked in 1994. <laughs> I feel like that sweater that Dante has on, even then, you'd be like, ugh. What are you doing? Like, I guess if you're, like, really preppy, you could pull it off. But I don't know that Dante's that guy. No. No, Dante's not preppy. I, I don't know where. I don't know. I, like, I, I almost feel like they try to paint him out to be, like, almost punk rock. But he's not. Yeah, he is not punk rock at all. But is yeah, is he like Jersey suburbs punk rock though? <laughs> Where like, yeah, I'm punk rock. Like he's like Kevin was. Like when they go, you know, metal, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're all white kids from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> like you, not only have you not been to the city, you were actually afraid to go to it. <laughs> they weren't allowed to go to New York, if you remember. He tells stories about don't go into the city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and to be fair, that was 1980s New York. Which is not 2018 New York. Those are two different places. Yeah. Yeah, I hear Times Square was a bit a bit different back then. <laughs> yeah. A lot less <laughs> M&M score, stores and a lot more like uh, getting drunk in alleys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's, I much prefer New York now. I enjoy going. I can take my kids there if I want. Yeah. You know, I just, you, you just got to, you know, just like, oh, no, no, you get on this side now. I just tell, I told my wife whenever we're walking through New York, 
I will just move from side to side depending on where the crazy person is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if the crazy person's on our left, I will wander over to the left side and get in between you and the crazy person. That way, if they scream or yell or spit or do whatever, it'll just be on me. And I don't have to explain to my daughter why I'm punching a homeless man in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry, honey. They're not real people. <laughs> it's You know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, in both Philly and New York, like, I, I don't... I never see homeless people as often as I actually do here in Bucks County. Like I'll walk into my post office after hours to drop something off. And if it's cold out, like there's like six of them just like setting up tents in the post office. Really? (laughs) And like, I try not to be that guy that's like, Ooh, I want to judge these people, but and I'm not judging them. It's just like, I don't know if I feel safe right now because like I'm outnumbered. Right. (laughs) That's so you get beaten down by a hobo mob. <laughs> I'll say one thing. These guys are pretty lucky that nobody actually comes into the store at this point. Oh, yeah. If they've wrecked it and they're laying on the floor. Well, so is, I, the store's closed now, isn't it? No, it isn't. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not closed. <laughs> the video store is closed, but I think the, the convenience store is open for, I would assume, another hour. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess that makes sense if, uh, if it, yeah, because video stores probably in the 90s probably closed well before convenience stores. I mean, he, you are going to see him a little later, like a couple minutes from now, you'll see them cleaning up, like yeah, mopping yeah. up and stuff. So you assume they're closed at that point. But yeah, I think they're still open. <laughs> Just come into this and you're like, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 now that you're saying that they're open, I almost wish that there was a, a scene, like, especially as Dante's, like, screaming at Randall here, like, having a customer walk in, stare, and then just turn around and walk out. <laughs> yeah. Just be like friggin' clerks and just walks out. <laughs> yeah. So the real question is here, he asks him, why did you tell Veronica? So I'll ask both you guys, why did he tell Veronica? Well, I feel, I feel that Randall, told veronica because he honestly thought that's what dante wanted like the relationship i i get out of um their friendship is that uh randall thinks dante doesn't have the ability to you know stand up or talk for himself so he interjects himself into dante's life to to what he thinks better it and and it ultimately always kind of ends up not bettering it I'm sure he betters it sometimes, but in this particular case, we we had mentioned this earlier, up until he speaks to Veronica, I feel like Randall is, he's an asshole, but I feel like he's in the right with Dante, but he's trying to give him the right advice. Yeah. And then he does what a friend shouldn't do. He oversteps what he should be doing. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. He does say he thought he was doing him a favor, but, I mean, he went a little too far. Yeah. That, that, yeah. You can't talk to somebody's significant other without clearing that with them, unless you want to run into a huge problem. Right. Well, and I, now I wonder because a lot of like the the you know this movie and these characters are based off of you know events in, in Kevin's life. Like, I wonder if Brian Johnson or something ever did that, overstepped his bounds to tell one of Kevin's girlfriends that they were done. <laughs> now. They, they never mentioned it, which makes me think that it didn't happen, because they talk about everything. True, true. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that's been going on, but I, he's never mentioned that about, like, stepping in on, like, none of that nonsense has ever gone on. That doesn't mean they didn't see it through another set of friends doing things like that. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've certainly seen similar things happen where either somebody 
I've never seen anybody specifically attempt to break up a, a group. I've seen people do it accidentally. You know, where they accidentally reveal something about that person, or where oh, they yeah. were, or where they shouldn't have been, or who <laughs> they shouldn't have been with. Right. But no, he intentionally tells her. He goes right over and tells her. Oh, yeah. And, and like, throughout this entire, you know, just, you know, argument that they're having is, you know, Randall's defending everything he's done. He thinks that he's, like, he's truly been either in the right or been doing things to that, that benefit both he and Dante. Even when Dante's going through the things that make that he does that makes him miserable, he still has a line for everything. Yeah, like, exactly. Like when you went to the video store, he's like, hermaphrodites, we're going to watch that together. Yeah. <laughs> and I would argue what Randall should have done is what he's going to do Friday. Instead of getting involved, he should dress his friend down because that's yeah. what he needs. And he'll, he'll finally start getting around to it kind of at the end of this one. But yeah, like he said, he still has an answer for everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Why did you do that? What did I do that was so wrong? <laughs> it's yeah. just he would be I think he'd be fun to be friends with, but he'd be frustrating as hell. Yeah. Well, and and I like the these two characters like Ra- Randall's the almost like the ultimate slacker, while Dante is the you know, he, he's he thinks he has to be responsible for everything and takes responsibility for the shit that he doesn't need to take responsibility. Oh yeah. I mean, which is the the crux of this whole movie is I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah. Well, then either stay home or come in and shut up. Right. Either way, do something. Make a decision. Yeah. I I love Randall's just like, really, what I do that was so wrong? (laughs) And and it makes, like I said, I I think that's what I like about Randall's character is that, like, he's almost ignorant to the fact it's i don't know if it's ignorance he's just he's either ignorant or like he just he's he's a straight shooter like he's he does he pulls the trigger when when dante won't i think it's it's i i like that about randall like i like this this character throughout all of kevin's movies yeah yeah because you in a lot of his movies this character or this type of character shows up yeah and like there's sometimes they're presented as like a good guy or a bad guy or somewhere in between but but again, even like in Mallrats, the similar character being Brody. Even yeah. in that movie where you're like, this guy's really cool, but Jesus, he would be a lot to deal with all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, and, it'd, be, and, it'd be fun to hang out with him, but then at some point you got to be like, dude, I gotta, we got to get away from each other for a little while. Right. Would you just shut the fuck up for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, like, that actually, you know, does very much seems like it's it, it pulls from real life. Because I feel like when I listen to Tell Him Steve, Dave, like, man, I would love to hang out with these guys, but... I think I would, after a while, like after like an hour or two at the bar, I would just need to go and get a break from. Well, at some point, the two of them just breaking your balls constantly because that's what they do. They gang up and break everybody's balls. Yeah, (laughs) and that's the thing. That's why I think that like they hang out with like Brian Quinn and they got a couple other guys they can hang with. I'm feeling like most other people eventually just get broken. Like I don't want to deal with these guys. (laughs) I'm assuming they had the same type of problem that I had when I left this area of. Apparently, in other parts of the country, it's not considered a common, courteous form of greeting to break people's balls. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Some people just can't take it. And, like, I would just do it immediately as soon as, like, you know, you meet somebody. And, like, you just start, like, getting all over them and you're, like, going after them. And, like, they think it's going to ease up, but they're wrong. It's just going to get worse. (laughs) Yeah. Because the more you get to know about them and you can find out, like, you know, you're looking for pressure points (laughs) where you can start to hit. (laughs) <laughs> I say about them breaking balls, but I think that might be the best part of that whole show anyway. <laughs> oh, that, that's what you want to hear. Oh, yeah. I, do you think that's like a, a South Jersey Philly thing? Because that is, it's it's so weird that 
if you go outside of like the tri-state area, it is very uh, frowned upon. <laughs> oh, you, you could definitely offend somebody pretty easily just by doing the things we do at work every day. Oh God, yeah. Like, yeah. just like I lived for I lived for a while in Texas. I lived for a while in North Carolina. It's just not. Yeah, it's not until you find somebody. It's just like you finally run into somebody else. It's like from like I'm running to another person from Philly. I'm like, oh, thank God, a fellow traveler. <laughs> Someone if I could just start attacking, and they're like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. Hit you back, yeah. That's I. I used to travel for work, and I one time I was going to Dallas, and I was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna do, and I threw on all my Eagles gear for travel day, oh, and the familiar. first thing I. <laughs> And the first thing I did when I get off the plane is like, I want to go get my bags, go to Dunkin' Donuts, and I want to start some, I want to have them start some shit with me. And like, I get to Dunkin' Donuts and dude's like, Oh, you're from Philly. I'm like, Yeah, what of it? And he's like, You guys are playing well this year. I'm like, uh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> you're, uh, what? This is this is Dallas. What are we? We're supposed to hate each other. You're supposed to say bad things to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to a, I went to the Texas Stadium when that's where they still where they played. No, same thing. I'm in all my Eagles stuff. There was no game, but same thing. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be crazy down here. No one cared. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it really kind of proves the point that we're just a bunch of a holes. Like, oh, oh, I get it. It's us. I, t- I. I was meeting with a bunch of my Air Force friends probably like 15, 20 years ago. And I had one of my friends from, uh, one of my neighborhood friends coming down there. And I'm like, warned them ahead of time. I'm like, listen, this guy's a real asshole. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. You're saying this guy's a real asshole? <laughs> he must I'm be like, what's asshole. that supposed to mean? They're like, you're a real asshole. Like, oh, well, yeah, he's going to be bad. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. But you think I'm an asshole, you're in trouble. Yeah, like I had problems with this guy. This guy was like my Randall. Of like, <laughs> he was my friend, but Jesus, he was like, you had to be on alert at all times because like, he could get under my skin. And he did not disappoint. He walked in the door. He was two steps in my door. And he's like, oh, look at the haircut on this pussy. <laughs> like, oh my god. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, you weren't lying. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> like, don't tell this guy anything about your life. <laughs> all right, so yeah. now. <laughs> We've all gone through the randles of our lives. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I was like, I'm trying to think. I was like, I, I, I think I'm the randle of my life. <laughs> but I mean, that's the difference. See, unlike the movie, I think you, at some point you're both. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you're the randle, and then there's other times where you're the Dante. Where, like, you are the one at work doing, I hate this place. I wish it was here. <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to not be Dante all the time. I think that's what we're really looking for. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good in-between, like a blending of those two characters. It sucks because I feel like I've been becoming Dante more and more <laughs> every day when I go to work. <laughs> I, I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> Now, I mean, you just can't, yeah, you can't swing all the way to Dante. I mean, you yeah. want to try to not be quite that bad. <laughs> once once we plow through the rest of the, the Jay and Silent Bob movies, we'll start coming up with other people like, well, yeah, be, it's a little better to be this guy. <laughs> you know, although most of his characters have severe personality flaws. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I did have a question of, if this would have been an actual fight, who would have won? I gotta who, say Randall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I feel like Randall would have, uh... Just look at just look at the two. Like well, one's wearing a, a Cosby sweater. <laughs> Dante's a pushover too. Everybody beats him down. It's just a matter of time before somebody physically does yeah. it. Even if Dante was physically stronger, although we have some evidence earlier in the movie that he oh, can't lift milk with it. Even if he was physically stronger, I feel like Randall would you know do some sort of cheap shot and get him to cry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Well, apparently you sprayed him with some FDS, so. (laughs) (laughs) Randall's in it to win it. I mean, they they both were, like, fighting dirty in this uh, convenience store, though. Well, they were, like, a couple steps from pulling each other's hair. Oh, yeah, it was painfully obvious that, like, fighting was not in anybody's background. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't a lot of UFC match going on in there. No. I mean, it's it's probably the precursor as to why Kev doesn't direct action movies. Yeah, I mean, especially like maybe forty five year old Kevin could you know he can get through it on like a Supergirl episode where he's got a lot of people helping him. Yeah, but you know, twenty two year old Kev, no. Plus, he doesn't care. I know he doesn't care. He's like, get this shit over with, so they can be talking again. Or right, so you yeah. can start talking. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't think I have anything else. I think we covered the big post fight here. Because yeah. uh, at the end of the minute, Dante's just starting to lay into Randall. Just starting to raise his meter to piss him off. <laughs> yeah. I, it's And this, segueing into the next minute when we get there, this is, it's a perfect, like, this minute is the perfect 180 of what the next minute is when we have Randall doing it. Yeah. Yeah, because right now, the person who's currently yelling shouldn't be. Because yeah. they don't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> and <laughs> Randall's just listening. Out to them. Yeah. Randall's just sitting there listening at this point, waiting for his his strike. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Dante right now, to me, is like the husband whose wife just caught them cheating and is yelling at her about, like, invading his privacy. (laughs) 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 How dare you look at my text messages and see those 37 naked pictures? (laughs) What's your problem looking at my phone? (laughs) It's your fault. (laughs) Yeah, unlike if my wife looks at my phone and there's all pictures from clerks in there. <laughs> what are those? Oh, those are my pictures that I put up on minutes. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I marry you again? <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, you're not even supposed to be here today. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> Remember, it's like in the movie when they say that. Oh, you're upstairs already. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else, Chris? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, why don't you tell everybody uh, where they can find your podcast? Yeah, yeah. You can find everything is awesome on awesomepodcast.com. Uh, you can chat with us on facebook.com slash realawesomepod or hit me up on Twitter at that nerdy Kev. All right. If you're looking for Chris and I, of course, we're on the Facebook, Twitter, and our home, away from home, duelinggenre.com, where you can check out all the movies by minutes they have there. You got some Harry Potter, some Lord of the Rings, uh, Toy Story. I left it open for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the Disney Animation Essentials, where they're going to go through a bunch of the Disney movies. Uh, Rocky Minutes over there. I'm starting to flounder now. There, there's so many now. They're starting to get. They're starting to get more now. I can't name them all from the top of my head anymore. All right, I got lost in there somewhere. So you can also listen to like Geek by Night and Immunities. I mean, if you really have a fix for listening to more movies by minutes, you can go over to the Burbs Minute, our original minute by minute podcast we did, where we broke down the 1989 movie The Burbs. Uh, One less cursing. Yeah, there's a lot less cursing on that one. Until the very <laughs> end when I forgot to cut some of it. Um, or if you want to listen to something else I do, I also do Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, where we go through all of Stallone's movies one at a time. Sometimes. Yeah, at a, at a slow pace. <laughs> Although there could be a new one upcoming. Uh-oh. Could be getting the band back together again. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. That's what that is. Oh, I get you. I get what you did there. <laughs> that's ridiculous we already did cliffhanger <laughs> Chris you got anything else <laughs> no I'm not even supposed to be here today I'm living day to day just so-